Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Hey parents, Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I'm your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined, as I am every Friday night, to cover Saturday's slate, which we have that nailed down now, Jamie, yeah. by Mr. Jamie Corey. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we're both talking about how we lose track of days, and our NBA playoffs are fantastic, man. I am getting lost in the shuffle here, uh, getting lost in the saws, lost in the hoops, man. It has uh, been a fun uh, playoff so far. How are you enjoying the playoffs so far? Let me just ask you. I think the first term that came to mind is it's the first round is like a fever dream. Just like keeps coming relentlessly. Like news is hitting for the next day's slate while you're still adjusting that day's slate and then results start coming in. And, you know, it's a, it's a great time, but it is uh, it's hitting fast and furious. And it's only for it's only for the, the special folk <laughs> that yeah. really love, love grinding this. But it's it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you guys, I mean, I do have a chance to sit down and watch at least a game a night. Um, but, you know, with having two toddlers, basically, it's really difficult uh, to do more than that. But with the playoffs happening right now, I'm making it an effort to watch basically 75% of the games, I would say. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it a great deal. Maybe it's just because I'm watching more basketball. Maybe that's right. making me happier. But uh, nice four-game slate here for Saturday uh, coming off here. Uh, we do have some interesting stuff going on here, especially with injuries, Jamie. So I definitely am, am curious to hear what your thoughts are there. If you guys don't have the DFS pass, go to sportsethos.com, get that DFS pass. Uh, we are selling it still a very, very cheap price just for a short period of time still. Uh, next year, it could go up, so just snag it now. Uh, lock it in, you know, uh, maybe get some legacy pricing when that new drop price drops. Don't quote me on that, please, Dan. I'm sorry. Uh, but maybe <laughs> that happens. We'll see. Uh, all right, let's just go ahead and hit it here, uh, Jamie. we got the first game here, Philadelphia 76ers and Brooklyn Nets. We have Philadelphia favored by two points, which seems fair enough. I think they're 2.5 on some books, actually. And 208.5 is the game total, which is pretty darn low. Uh, I think every single game this series has gone uh, under the the total here, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong about that. Uh, But the big news here, obviously, Jamie, Joel Embiid out with a sprained knee, they're calling it. Um, Could miss this game. Could miss. uh, He is going to miss this game. Could miss even the next game. So we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, talk to me, man. Who are you looking at on the uh, Philadelphia side here without the big dog? Yeah, I feel like they're going to play a game of chicken being up 3-0 and just trying to get him some rest and see, you know, if they could get a sweep with him getting a little rest, that's a win-win. But, um, yeah, I'm excited about this game from a value standpoint. Um, there are a lot of guys who have proven that with, you know, the extra usage they can hit. So, first of all, my boy Tyrese Maxey yeah. on FanDuel, he is still 7,000. Um, he actually put up 29 points, five dimes, 3.5 boards in the 10 games without Embiid, including 25 plus in eight of them. So very consistent at 7,000. You better believe he's a smash for me. 
Um, I enjoyed his production the other day. He's really stepped up. So I think um, Maxi, all systems go. Um, kind of the same with Toby Harris. He's coming in at 6,600. Um, he played 14 games without Embiid. He gave you about 19 points, seven boards, and three dimes. And then our favorite, our, our flavor of the playoffs, DeAnthony Melton. Again, we're waiting for that big one, but without yeah. Embiid, his usage goes up. For some reason, 14 games without Embiid, he actually got a steal a game more. So I don't know kind of what, that, what that's about, but those are my main three. And then yeah. what, what we can debate a little bit on the Philly side is Trez versus B-Ball Paul Reed. They're both yeah. going to be very cheap. Um, I feel like Doc will probably lean Trez. Um, you, you got any thoughts on that? You're going to be getting any, any of those centers? Uh, I think it's fine. I do have, uh, for me, I've got Paul Reed. I've got B-Ball Paul on my, my short list here at 3,300 on DraftKings. I feel like he's uh, a fair play. He's fine. I mean, definitely uh, not going to kill you at that price tag, even if he mm-hmm. just totally tanks. But um, I, I just feel like there's other plays at the center position that I want to yes. have more so. So I'm not necessarily going with B-Ball Paul or uh, Munches Harrell, but I think they're fine plays. But, yeah, I've got you know the same three guys circle as you do. Maxi, Tobias Harris, D'Anthony uh, Melton. I think that's a pretty solid grouping there. You can probably play two two of the three of those guys uh, and be absolutely fine. I, I think it's a smart idea to stack at least two of them. So, uh, obviously, Harden at 8,600. Uh, I think he's going to have lower ownership than uh, Maxi, obviously, so he's more mm-hmm. of like a, a pivot almost, which is kind of weird because he's, he's technically the, the quote-unquote best player uh on the Sixers still standing but that's not true we all know that uh Maxi has been basically the number two dog here on the Sixers uh absolutely carried them through that uh game three win so uh I like that call a whole lot obviously I think yeah I think Maxi's a lock especially in DraftKings where he's only 6400 um just a really good price tag there and Tobias Harris 5900 on DraftKings as well so a little bit of a price cut from what FanDuel has them at and I have both those guys as basically my locks and Melton as you said you know 3900 on DraftKings. He's been the same price basically forever. He kind of had that ceiling game in the last one uh, that I was talking about before it happened. You know, he had three steals and like I think three three pointers. So that's that's basically what you're looking for there. And I think he put up like 22, 23 DK points, which you know that's great. 3900. That's 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 doable. That's going to do it yeah. for us. But uh, I'm not looking for a whole lot from him. There's other guys I have interest in that might be a little cheaper too. So. Uh, we'll talk about them, and uh, some, I'm probably not playing a lot of Melton, but let's talk about the other side, man, uh, the Nets. I think there's some interest here for me as well. Uh, you know, Obviously, this is probably going to stay a little closer. Uh, it's just a two-point spread at this point. So uh, who do you like on these Nets, man? Who jumps out to me, especially on FanDuel, where you can only play one center, is the value of getting some Nick Claxton at 6,500. Yeah. Um, Embiid not being there definitely helps, but even with Embiid in the game, we saw them you know, tussling and getting into it. But I think Nick Claxton shows a lot of heart out there. Uh, game four, do or die at home. I'm looking for a ceiling performance from him. So as far as on the net side of things, Nick Claxton's my number one guy. Still interested in Dinwiddie at 7,100. Um, but if I had to choose between him and Maxi, I'm going to roll Maxi. Um, but I think you could get both of them in different lineups. Um, and then Bridges is still very tempting. You know, 82, you're not paying top tier price for a top tier performer yet. Um, his last game, he had 47.5 um, FanDuel points. I'd expect the same thing. I mean, maybe even north of 50. So I like getting me to some Bridges. Um, my favorite play on the net side is uh, Nick Claxton for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Claxton's got several stars on my sheet here. Um, absolutely absolutely got to play him with here with no Jabal and beat, I feel like. Uh, we saw what we could do during the regular season. I think a lot of people, not a lot of people, but a fair amount of people are going to sleep on him just because no. he's been kind of down in this series. 
Uh, I mean, when you're guarding Joel Embiid, that's a really tough task. And so he's really had to kind of know his role and play more to his role. But he absolutely excelled this season at times and was, I think his pricing on DK was up in the like mid 7,000s most of the season. So yeah, it was for sure. Yeah. So 5,500 is a really nice price tag for Nick Claxton at uh, Andre Kings. Mikel Bridges is 7,700. He is on here. When I first looked at him, I said, you know, you look at his numbers and like what his shooting percentages are and everything like that. It's like, you know, oh, we haven't seen that ceiling game yet. But I think, you know, honestly, when I thought about it a little bit more, I feel like that's just who Nick or who uh, Mick, Nick, Mikhail Bridges as a volume shooter is. He's just not right. as efficient as he was in, uh, you know, Phoenix being kind of the, the fourth you know option or whatever. So I, I don't feel like we're going to get a super duper uh, ceiling game. But as you said, he's always a solid guy to go to. Um, you're pretty much guaranteed 40 DK points, which... <laughs> You can't really go wrong at 7,700. No. That's really hard to pass up. But I am not playing him in my current dummy lineup. So, again, full disclosure there. Um, but, you know, if I end up landing on him, if I end up getting to him from, you know, saving salary elsewhere, I'm absolutely not going to be upset about that. So I, I think it's fine. No. It sounds like in a cash build in particular, you're feeling yeah. a little better about bridges. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers. Phoenix is favored by seven and a half points. Uh, well, I, I don't know, man. I think you know, those Clippers showed out last game, so I'm not sure about that one, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll see what your thoughts are there. But 225 game total, so definitely more appealing in that sense uh, as to the first game. Uh, big news, obviously, is Kawhi Leonard already ruled out uh, with that knee sprain. Um, I said it before. I'll say it again. I am worried about Kawhi Leonard. I, I would be a Fuzz Clippers fan for sure. Uh, medical staff is telling him not to play. Uh, you know, it, at this point, he's not sitting up just back-to-backs. He is sitting out games that really matter so yeah. uh I, I would be pretty pretty concerned here i don't think he's going to be out for the entire playoffs i think the clippers need to try to put a win together at least one without him here to uh give him some time to get better but uh campaign also questionable for the uh Suns as he has been all playoffs i really don't think he plays i don't think they mess with their mojo at this point so uh probably lean more towards the doubtful side but all right so talk to me, man. Uh, no Kawhi. You know, we saw what those Clippers were like last uh, last game. Uh, obviously, we caught a lot of people dart throws. We maybe yes. have a few more data points now. So how are you feeling about these Clippers, man? Talk to me. Well, I will, I'll start in the gutter and work my way up. So yeah. the, the glutton of wings that we talked about, um, Nicholas Batum, he gave us 19 minutes. Mo Morris gave us 19 minutes, very modest production. Unfortunately, uh, we did not get a vintage Robert Covington game. He gave us three minutes. Uh, so that that was painful because we're all if, if you love fantasy, you love Roko because you know what he used to do. And so you're hoping this you could sneak sneak that into your lineup at, you know, sub four. But just didn't happen. But what did happen is Bones Highlands, um, 43 still, 4,300 on FanDuel. And I'm going to be getting to some Bones. He just within that offense, he was allowed to kind of do the Bones thing. But he played under control for the most part. There were a few plays, and I watched that game, where you're like, oh, crap, Bones, like, this isn't the preseason, like, rein it in. <laughs> and he did. I thought he played really well. So I uh, love getting to some Bones of 4,300. And then shout out to Arnold. He was big on Norm Powell. I think you and I kind of kind of snored through that take, and it was a great take. Um, yeah. So 7,000 for Norm. Um, I guess I'm still always, like, good game, bad game. Like, you don't want to pay for what already happened. So um, you know, I'm not going to sign off him super hard, but yeah, I think Norm Powell is going to be a very popular play. And then Keith, this is my big piece of news, at least on FanDuel. Uh, Devin Booker is now more expensive than Kevin Durant. For, yeah. If you want, if you want Booker now, you're playing 10,300. If you want Katie, you're playing 10,000. And hey, man, I know I touted Katie in the last in our live to lock show, 
he is just kind of still looks like the new guy feeling himself out. Like he's not being as assertive as I'd like. So I'm probably going to stay away at 10,000, but it's nice to see the price kind of creep down. The yeah. roster ship should be creeping down. So I'm curious on your thoughts on the big dogs there and then you know, anything in this game, but particularly those two, can you break my tie and are you staying away from them? Uh, I'll talk about the Suns in a minute here, but yeah, let me just go back to your uh, Clippers uh, takes mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I absolutely love bones uh, on DraftKings as well. 4,000 on DraftKings. I think, uh that's absolutely a, a, I, I wouldn't call I'll, it's a near lock i'm not gonna call it a lock because as you said um there are times and bones just kind of bones is out and uh, you know <laughs> exactly. maybe they sit him you know after 15 minutes because he's just not doing what he needs to do but one thing that we saw down the stretch there in that clippers game uh clipper suns game was that the clippers went small uh against the suns at the end of the game and it was it was successful um and and a good reason for that is because of what you're talking about with kevin durant just kind of struggling at this moment and not really playing his best basketball, um, not really making quick decisions with the ball. So uh, that small ball was effective because they would get it to KD in the middle of the floor and he would kind of let the double come before he made his move. And that just wasn't a recipe for for winning. Uh, well, they win. They won the game, obviously. But, uh, you know, the Clippers did well with that small ball lineup. So uh, and then they just refused to play uh, to give the ball to DeAndre. Eaton. I don't know why. I'm sorry, DeAndre Ayton fans. I'm not playing DeAndre Ayton in DFS. If you do, you have nuts of steel. So <laughs> Keith, it could be his penchant for taking lazy 15 footers. It could be. To, it could be. Uh, you know, himself, you know. Well, the thing is though, when you when everybody on the floor that you're playing against is six foot, you know, seven or under, like, come on, you, you give them a ball maybe once in the post and see what happens. I mean, you know, come on. Um, <laughs> but they're just not going to do that. So you know, it is what it is. So yeah, uh, Bones I think is a great call because they are going to go small here. And, and going with that logic, I went with all basically backcourt guys. I do have Eric Gordon here as a kind of sneaky place. To at 4,800. Uh, you know, Norm Powell went off in the last one. Maybe it's Eric Gordon's turn to go off right. for 25, 30 points. You know, he's absolutely capable of doing that. Uh, but yeah, Norm Powell's 6,500 on DK. I think a lot of people are going to go towards him with that, you know, last game. Uh, I'm not fading him entirely, but uh, I'm not like in love with it. Like you said, you know, it's, it's, he's not consistent. Uh, he never was, has been consistent in his career. That's why he was the sixth man in Toronto. So uh, not necessarily buying that big Norm Powell explosion. It was a good one, but we'll see if he does it again. Uh, and then, you know, of course, Russell Westbrook at 9,000 on DK. I got to consider him uh, with no Kawhi. He basically triple-doubled in that last one. I think he ended up with like eight assists and nine rebounds or something like that. But, uh, you know, a, a poor man's triple-double. <laughs> Hopefully he can get a few more and actually hit the triple-double line. Uh, I think he definitely has to be on your on your you know, on your radar. Uh, I'm not, yeah. yeah, I'm not going with him, but, uh, but again, you know, a guy that I might build a lineup or two with him in it. So we'll see. How he has goes. the man possessed factor. <laughs> yeah. He is, uh, he's balling. I, I will give him credit for that. And, uh, you know, got some complicated viewpoints on Russell Westbrook, but, uh, but he's playing very well in this series. Uh, so going to the Suns here. Yeah. I, I agree with you. You know, again, Kevin Durant just does not look like Kevin Durant at this moment. Not, not the guy that we knew, uh, you know, last year or two years ago. Um, but at the same time, you always got to wonder, you know, know, when is that, when is that explosion? That's, you know, 50 point game around the corner. I personally don't think he has that necessarily in him anymore, where he's going to just absolutely go off and score 50. Cause I think he's just grown into a smarter basketball player, works smarter, not harder. And he's going to, that's why I bet on Devin Booker. That's why I'm on Devin Booker as leading this series in scoring. I, I did that prop too, plus 250. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's. Uh, I think Devin Booker is going to have a big game again. I think if you want to spend up on one of those guys, I got to go with Devin Booker because the way that the Clippers are playing with doubling the basketball, uh, forcing the the Suns to to move it, the Suns are just putting Devin Booker on the opposite side, rotating the ball, and letting Devin Booker just 
cash money, go score on whoever's closing out on him. So, and you can't stop Devin Booker if you're rotating it out of position. It's just not going to happen. So, I, I agree with you. I think we've gotten enough data points now that like Katie is comfortable in this role, at least in this series. We can reevaluate. But yeah, Booker's going full Monty, and I, I think we, that may continue. Yeah, so that's my thoughts there. I'm not actually playing anybody on the Suns. I think that the price points on DK are just kind of – I would rather have other guys in those price points. So uh, take that for what it's worth. But uh, I think if you want to spend up on somebody, it would be Devin Booker for me. All right, Milwaukee and Miami. Uh, Milwaukee is favored by five points, 220.5 game total. Obviously, Giannis is questionable. Uh, with that back injury, he wasn't taking contact at practice, so little concern he misses this one. Uh, I think, though, he's a tough guy, uh, so I'm not counting him out just yet. I'm not going to say he's definitely out, so we'll see what happens there. But, you know, Milwaukee side, let's just uh, let's assume Giannis doesn't play, because I think if Giannis does play, uh, it's kind of hard to play too many of these guys. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Let me let me let you talk. Let, let me let you talk and shut up myself. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that that's pretty reasonable. I'm. I'm not having as much trouble with the Suns guys as I am, um, or with the Bucks guys as I am the Suns, but I feel like they're priced up as if Giannis is going to miss. So right. if Giannis does miss, um, I like Brooke Lopez quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 7,800, he tends to show up in a big way when Giannis doesn't play. I think you mentioned on a pod and the stats back it up that yeah. Bobby Portis can go off, but the guy who really sees a spike in usage is Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Um, so I like him there. Unfortunately for you FanDuel players, you can only get one center in, so there's no trickery to get them both. So uh, that's that's a decision point there. But if there's no Giannis, I might lean Brooke over Nick Claxton. Um, and then, you know, Holiday has gotten a little too expensive as well. Um, I believe I saw him at 9,000 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's putting up some high usage games um, without Giannis. But, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get to Holiday at 9,000. Middleton's yeah. at, at 8,000, kind of same story. Um, they're just a little, they've went from those like high mid tier guys to low top tier guys. And I'm not fully comfortable with that. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you, man. We're, we're right in sync here. So this slate's easy for us. Uh, we just agree all over the place, but it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Poor is 6,600, Brooke Lopez, 6,300 on DK. So those price tags are still pretty, uh, favorable if, uh, Giannis is out. So I'm definitely looking at those guys if he's out. Uh, another guy I'm going to throw in, though, that you didn't mention here, Jamie, is Grayson Allen at 4,600. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely hate his face. Uh, yep. Obviously, he destroyed, destroyed Alex Caruso. <laughs> hate him for that. Hate him for his Duke tripping days. I mean, just don't like the guy. But at the same time, anytime that uh, you know there's more offense to go around, more shots to go around, I think Grayson Allen does step up and plays a pretty good shot creator, shot you know, shot taker role uh, for this Milwaukee Bucks team. He's been a very solid player for them, honestly. So 4,600, I feel like is a fair, uh, a fair price compared to some other guys that are like five, five, two, five, four, five, six. So I feel like you're getting a little bit of a discount there. So if you need to go there, that's fine. Uh, let me just go ahead and go to the heat side here. And obviously no hero, uh, still with that hand injury, he's going to be out for the rest of the playoffs. So just to remind people, but Max Drews at 4,900. Yeah. Uh, definitely got to have some of him. I, he had a really subpar game in the last one. Which is good because that just means people are going to be off of him. I mean, he has the ability to just hit threes like crazy. Mm-hmm. Hits five, six, seven, eight threes in a game. So, uh, Kayla Martin at 4,400 was, uh, I think that was Arnold's call also at the lineup block show. And I actually ended up playing it on one site. And it was a great call. I mean, he got, yeah. I think, 40 minutes, 44 minutes, like something ridiculous, like a whole bunch of minutes. And of course, he doesn't do a whole lot with them, but he does enough at that price tag that. He makes sense. So he's a good guy to have in your lineup as well. And then another guy that I, I mentioned, I believe, on the lineup block show as a kind of a flyer 
and I thought he might get uh, get into the lineup here, and obviously it made sense, and he did because he played 26 minutes. That oh, was uh, Victor, yeah, Victor Depot. Uh, he's 3600 still on DK, and you know I know I suggested him. Let's say about three weeks to a month ago. I was, was on the pod with you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he just got like cardio that day yeah, and yeah. didn't really do a whole lot, which which is always a, a danger, but. I, in general, he does stuff when he's on the floor. You know, he's scoring, rebounding, assists, steals. So uh, I, I think he's safer than that one. That one kind of uh, sample size, one game sample size there. But uh, 22.75 DK points in 26 minutes. That's about what you expect. I mean, it's not a great game, not a bad game, but at 3600 makes a lot of sense. So same guys for you on uh, the Heat side. Well, it's a little different on FanDuel as you pointed out. So so Vic Depot is 44. Which is getting a little high when yeah. I could get Struess yeah. for 46. Oh, so I'd rather 46. pay yeah. up 200 more to get Struess because, like you said, you know firsthand <laughs> what he can do uh, yeah. in a big spot. So, um, but yeah, Vic, Vic, Victor Oladipo is on the list of guys I can't fully quit. Um, so yeah, I, I see being tempted by him. Um, as far as the top dogs in this game, it's uh, there's a little priced out for me. Um, Jimmy Butler at 97. There's other ways I want to go with that money. Um, but we know, you know, a ceiling Jimmy game is nice. So consider him. And I would not fault you for, for locking him in there. Uh, bam at 8,000. I much rather go with Brooke Lopez or a Claxton on this slate again, not to beat a dead horse, but especially on FanDuel's one center, uh, restriction, I probably won't get to bam. Um, yeah. So I just, I'm not crazy about the, about the prices for the top players on the heat. Fair enough. Yeah, Bam Adebayo on the DraftKings was the guy I was looking at. He's 7,200. I just, I feel like without Giannis there, like his main role is going to be to guard Giannis. And so if Giannis is going to be out, I have less interest in him. Giannis is in. I actually think you can consider him a little bit there um, because he is going to have a pretty heavy role on the defensive side, grab some boards, get some blocks, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not super into it. So I, I will give a shout out to Kevin Love. He's, he's sub four. Uh, he's 39. Um, he only had 11 minutes last game, but still gave you 14 FanDuel points, 29 the game before. So if you just need a salary filler at the power forward spot, Kevin, yeah. you could do worse than Kevin Love. Yeah, he's decent. He's 4,500 on DK, which I'm not going to, but uh, FanDuel good. sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> FanDuel sounds good, though. Uh, all right. So last game here on the slate here, and we are cruising, guys. Again, we are doing uh, that lineup lock show tomorrow. So thank you for mentioning that, Jamie. But uh, tomorrow, 30 minutes before lock. We will go ahead and hit that up. I have to go ahead and remind Dan Bespris to set that up for us. But uh, we'll be on there talking to you guys up until lock. So please join us at the Sports Ethos YouTube uh, page. All right, Lakers and Memphis Grizzlies. We have Lakers favored by four points and a game total of 220.5. And the big one here, obviously, John Morant, questionable with a hand injury. Uh, Did participate in practice, did not take contact from what I understand. So... Uh, another one where I'm kind of leaning towards probably not playing, but we just don't know. We're just going to kind of have to wait for the news here. So uh, talk to me about this game, man. Who are you liking here? Yeah, it's just another one of these. The job swing piece is kind of big. So um, independent of jaw, I'm huge on Austin Reeves at 5,700. That's just way too cheap. Um, FanDuel, he's shooting guard and small forward eligible, which is nice. Um, first game in L.A., he has the confidence of LeBron. He's a lock for me at 57. I just love that. Um, another piece, and it feels a little bit like chasing a ghost, trying to get the production um, from the last game. But Xavier Tillman's 5,500, mm-hmm. and he is eligible at power forward. So for me, that's a way to get some some center stats at the power forward spot, and then lock in either Claxton or Lopez when I'm ghosting out my lineup. Um, so I'm not afraid to, to think it's chasing because they don't have a lot of options right now. So I think you know you're still getting that price before the breakout when you're getting them at 55. Um, so I do like that. 
And I am debating. I'm looking. I'm looking down the barrel at LeBron James. Um, you know, I don't have him in right now. Eleven thousand is steep, but I just feel like Game Three in LA. Like there's been the Brook Lopez chirping. Or excuse me. Um, uh, Bill Brooks. Yeah, Villain Brooks. I, I just feel like Le- LeBron's gonna go full tilt. So um, I could see building a lineup around him and just just riding it and seeing if you get that vintage LBJ performance. Um, so I'm tempted there. Um, JJJ at nine thousand. No, not in LA. I don't think I'm going to get to him. Um, and then AD at 11-8. No thanks. Not after we saw the AD that can appear uh, in the last game. And he's, you know, got the, some nagging stuff going on. So um, a lot of indecisiveness and set for Tillman and Reeves and my LBJ temptation. Uh, what say you, Keith? No, I. Uh, it's funny because uh, the pricing is a little different, so it's a little bit different on both sides, obviously. So FanDuel, yeah, those prices are, man. Because uh, actually at DK, uh, I don't have LBJ. Because I do – so – let me go back to LBJ and that narrative. And I think it's a very popular narrative and I, I don't mind it. He's only 9,800 on DK. Ooh. But let me tell you that Anthony Davis is only 9,700. And so for me, That's, I got to yeah. get over the state lines here. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a little ridiculous that they're so low. So these are my, my top spend ups here and I kind of had to cut it down. And what I'm looking at here and I'm thinking about is what the ownership is going to be. And I think a lot of people, when it comes to splitting hairs, you know, they're going to combine the the dud that Anthony Davis threw up in the last one, right. the injury, you know, is, issues that he constantly has. And they're going to con- combine that with the narrative uh, with Dylan Brooks thing. And I think a lot of people are going to roster LeBron James at this deflated value here. So I'm pivoting. I'm going uh, Anthony Davis. He's my top spend up here on the slate. Okay. Uh, I think he absolutely, you know, crushed it in the first two games. Before that dud in the last one, he had 57.75. DK points and 61.5 DK points in that, those first two games. So, uh, you know, last one, a little bit of an anomaly. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously AD, you know, Mr. Mr. Gla- Mr. Glass, they call him. I mean, uh, I, I get it. He's he's kind of a little bit weak sometimes, uh, and, and you wish you had a little bit more out of him. Five blocks in that last game, though. That's a little bit impressive. Dude, he's been putting up the blocks all series. Yeah, and uh, and I think that will continue, and you know, he's just really got to score more here, grab a few more boards. I think he'll be okay. I mean, he still put up 38.25 DK points in that last game, so that's really like a, a floor name, obviously. So, uh, 9,700, I just feel like, you know, you get the ceiling out of him here, you're really doing you're really cooking with gas. So uh, he's my top spend up here. Um, maybe a little bit of a risk, but I really don't think so. Um, D'Angelo Russell is only 5,700 on DraftKings, which I give uh, him a look. Yeah. I know he's been kind of a non-factor the series, uh, but this guy has the ability to go off. So I think for GPPs, you have to look at him because uh, he could put up, a, you know, 30 40 point game he won six man of the year didn't he in uh, brooklyn i believe that happened or uh was oh, most he, he was most improved most yeah. improved okay most yeah. improved my bad uh but either way you know this guy he absolutely cooked in in uh, brooklyn there and hey maybe we went to a scenario where you know lebron isn't feeling it anthony davis doesn't have it going on delo goes off i mean i think it's just a good gpp uh play from for me uh, that, uh, that's my opinion at least so you know who thinks d'angelo russell's a great play every night D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> he does. He's got that confidence. He's he gonna, does. Shooter's going to shoot. Shooter's going to yeah. shoot. He's 64 uh, over here on FanDuel, and as you yeah, say that, I'm sneaking him into my dummy right now. <laughs> there you go. See see what he goes there. I mean, that's an okay price tag, too. I still feel like he, yeah. the ceiling is just very good. So uh, Vanderbilt 3,900 also appeals to me on DraftKings if John Morant plays. Right. Honestly, if John Morant plays, because he's going to be the guy chasing around the perimeter. Uh, he'll probably be in for 28 minutes or so. 
if John Rant's out, I probably have less interest here. Jim Vanderbilt probably don't get on him a whole lot. Another guy that I'm just going to throw out there and kind of a tinfoil hat type thing. Mo Bamba, 3,000. What? Yeah, I think maybe with the issues they had guarding Xavier Tillman in that last okay. game, maybe yeah. they slide this guy in for 15 minutes, you know. If he plays 12 minutes, you're goaded. I will send you right. flowers. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got a nice per-minute output. Uh, very, this is shot in the dark, large field GPP. I would not right. play this in cash, single entry, none of that stuff. But uh, but I think if they want to stop Xavier, Xavier Tillman, if he's absolutely destroying them against Anthony Davis, you might get some Obama next to Anthony Davis uh, minutes. I mean, you might. We don't know. You know, That's the thing. Teams switch up things when they get cooked by something. So, uh, you know, maybe that's what they go to on the Memphis side though. There's only one guy I'm really looking at and that's Tyus Jones at 7,000. And of course that cash. is only if, uh, yeah, only cash, only if, uh, John Morant doesn't play. If John Morant does play, I, I really don't see myself getting to a whole lot of these Memphis guys. I'm feeling a, I'm feeling a little bit of a Lakers comeback and blowout game here. Honestly, uh, Xavier Tillman is 5,800. I think it's, that's a fine play. You, you already mentioned him as well. So, uh, Dylan Brooks, 5,200. I, I'm actually on Dylan Brooks unders because I just I, when you look at Dylan Brooks play defense, no. the guy is very handsy. He fouls, and this matchup's going to be under a microscope in this game. And he's playing against the guy that gets the most foul calls in LeBron James. Lakers notoriously had like what like three or two or three times more than the next closest team in terms of foul shots. So I feel like Dylan Brooks gets some foul trouble here. I'm really not playing him. So any of these uh, Memphis Grizzlies you like here? I, I, I just I gotta say I just want to find somewhere has a prop on Dylan Brooks technicals because I think he's <laughs> going full late '90s pro wrestler tomorrow. <laughs> um, one guy, somebody. <laughs> exactly. One guy we got to shout out, and he's a guy that I tend to fade, but right now maybe it's time to pay attention. Somehow Rudy Hachimura's price is still 5,500 on Fanduel. Uh-huh. He's put up 37 and 32 points, and he hasn't played at home yet. Um, and again, he's starting to get that belief in himself. His minutes have been consistent, 29 and 32. Somebody that just because he's just he's just uh you know popcorn numbers. He can score. So for season long fantasy nine cat, I've gotten used to ignoring him. But this is different. This is a different time of year. Um, so I think Hachimura um, at 55 might be sneaking in right now. Um, so just a guy to consider. And then I will just say his name because it must be said. Um, Luke Kennard, uh, he had 25 FanDuel points. He is 47. So a, a lot like Struess or, um, you know, Allen in uh, Milwaukee at any time. Dude can get you six threes. And he actually gets some peripheral stats as well sometimes. So Luke Kennard, he, he could find his way when I'm looking for just to fill some spots. I like it, man. That's good. And that's a good call on Rui Achimura. He's only 4,900 on DK. I actually no. didn't really look too closely at him, but yeah, uh, I think he is. Yeah, he is somebody that you can absolutely look at and slip into your lineups. I, hard for me to trust after watching him so much with the Wizards. <laughs> Never <laughs> like, trust him, Keith. That's yeah, not the point. Never hard trust him. Hard for me to trust. But, but <laughs> yeah. hey, if he's playing like he's been playing the last two games, then uh, then you're, you're definitely cooking there. So there you go. Uh, all right, man. Well, that is it for our DraftKings plays We're or, and FanDuel plays, our DFS plays. We're going to go ahead and move on to Thrive Fantasy. ThriveFantasy.com is where you go and you enter the promo code ETHOS and you get the first spot scratch up to 50 bucks. You're going to pick 10 player props out of the 20 that are available and you're going to go ahead and win some money. Thanks to us because of what we're going to say here. So I've got three plays here. Uh, no, yeah, three plays here from Thrive. How many did you end up with, Jamie? 
I have, let's see, where's the Thrive? Oh, they're down there. I got three as well. Okay. I'll just go ahead and get us started then. Uh, I've got Bobby Portis over 10.5 rebounds. It's 110 points against Miami. Um, this is, of course, only if Giannis is out. Uh, I think Bobby's going to be relied on heavily to score. I'm uh, going to jump into that role there. So I do like that over there against Miami. What do you got, man? I got to start with Villain Brooks because you touched on it. <laughs> Under 15.5. That's going to get you 90 Thrive points. He hasn't crossed that yet. And then that first game against LA, again, I, I, I like his chances to get tossed or for the Lakers to get in his head and the antics to start flying. So give me 15.5 under on Dylan Brooks. Yeah, you stole my last one, so that's okay. But yeah, <laughs> I, agree, I agree with that one. 90 points is fine with that. Uh, so my other, my uh, third one here is D'Angelo Russell over 4.5 assists, and that's 100 points against the Memphis Grizzlies. Just feel like this number is too low. I feel like, um, you know, he does struggle sometimes to orchestrate the offense. Um, but I feel like we're going to get some top D'Angelo Russell here at some point in this in this playoffs. I'm feeling it uh, at, at this moment in time. I think it's going to be a good one here. So uh, going D'Lo over 4.5 assists. What's your uh, second one there? Or last one, sorry. I, I like it. So we're sticking over in the dimes category. I'm over Joe Holiday's 8.5 assists to get me 80 Thrivers. He's had 16 and 11 in the first two games of the series. So with no Giannis, complete smash. But I'm still sticking with the over, even if Giannis plays. I love it, man. Is there Was there another one, or was that your third one? My last one is the king himself, LeBron James, to go over 29.5. Now, would I do it at 100 points? Probably not. He hasn't gotten over yet. He's had 28 and 21 points. But you're going to get 123 points. So let's go ahead and roll game three in Narrative Street and over the 29.5 for LeBron. A little bit of game theory for you guys. Taking plays like that, if you feel them. Uh, so just you have to look at the implied odds. So the implied odds at uh, plus 120. Oh, gosh, I don't have my calculator in front of me. But uh, probably somewhere around like 45% or something like that. So if you're feeling it's going to be higher than that, there's a higher than 45% probability that LeBron James is going to do that, um, then you go ahead and take that bet, right? So that's a good bet. And uh, so if you're feeling that, there you go. Um and when you're playing against the field also, you want to take the big money uh, bets. So that's obviously another uh, little game theory there for you. So, uh, all right, guys, that is going to do it for us. That is it. That is our DFS and Thrive Fantasy plays for the game for the day. Uh, again, we do have the DFS uh, lineup lock show tomorrow on YouTube, on our Sports Ethos YouTube channel. So do tune into that. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at BSBPKeith. And Jim. Jamie, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. The handle is QuanoPhysics. That is Q-U-A-N-O Physics. I thought that was real clever when I was 21. So just punch that in there and you'll find me, Flying J, which is my alter ego podcasting name. Um, And, uh, yeah, just enjoy the four-game slate. Let's keep it rolling. Absolutely. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. And please do tune in again. And until next time, go get that money. Peace, y'all. Hey, parents, Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com podcast.